All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our Half-Blood Prince movie commentary. We asked our patrons, what commentary should we do next as part of our 777 challenge? And the winner was Half-Blood Prince. So Micah, Eric, and I are here. Are you guys ready? Are you scared? Ready. I got the I got the popcorn and the Coca-Cola. It's going to be great. <laughs> we'll talk shortly but um so how we're gonna do this is we are going to ask everybody to start playing the movie and then pause it as soon as you get through the wb logo so as soon as it disappears from the screen that's when you hit pause that's where we are all synced up so pause this show if you need a second to do that and let's all start on three. Okay. One, two, three. All right. We're through. It's I Harry's eyeball. I'm off, but it's okay. Oh, okay. When was the last time you guys watched this movie? Two weekends ago. Why? <laughs> oh, yeah. You saw it off of that. Uh, yeah. Sci fi? You should have just done the commentary then. I know. <laughs> I should have done it myself. I need a drink, though. I'm going to have to leave in like 30 seconds. Yeah. Oh, you should, because I've come up with a whole drinking game for this. <laughs> oh, you're getting an actual drink. I mean, no, like, you know, you know, you can do it with lemonade. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I really love the beginning of this, Harry. This might be my favorite... Harry Potter movie beginning. Because we're in London? Yeah, I mean, something about it really lends itself to believing it as a, a world thing because you get the muggle perspective here. Um, and I just, I like, although I hate that the Death Eaters can all fly, I love the kind of look and effect of it. Yeah. And this is much more exciting than Harry just sitting at the playground. Yeah. I haven't seen this movie in so long. I haven't seen any of the movies in so long. I never watched the Harry Potter weekends. I really like this too, but I'm also of the mindset and we'll get to it in a couple of scenes that they should have kept the Dursleys. The whole Dumbledore Dursleys interaction would have been really cool to see on screen. Yeah. Yeah. So the uh, Death Eaters took some wands when they kidnapped Ollivander, it looks like. Sneak peek at Wizard we Weasley Wizard Weezes as well. Is it introduced in this movie for the first time? I guess so. Uh, yeah, we just read that chapter, so I'm assuming it is. I know, but... And we just read the yeah, chapter then... where Ollivander gets, or at least we get the news that he'd been kidnapped. Right. God, I imagine this was triggering for people who have fears of bridges, you know, <laughs> like people. That's a real thing. <laughs> you get like vertigo on bridges. Yeah. And that's a real bridge, I think. Yeah. Um, I think it's called Millennium Bridge. Oh, this scene. We have lots of patrons listening live, by the way. Olivia, Kyle, Nolan. Michelle, Amanda, Heidi, not my mom, Haley, <laughs> Amanda, Rebecca, Victor. Hello, everybody. Everybody remembers this uh, excellent chapter of the book right here. 
Yeah, J.K. Rowling said this was almost a ghost plot. The the girl picking up Harry. Yeah. Get it, everybody. He's in the girls. There's that random no smoking sign I've never noticed before. Is randomly on the like the high end of the wall. These are the benefits. You... Hot food right behind her. Oh yeah. <laughs> that that they used in Deathly Hallows Part One. For the same uh, what? The same set. When oh. they're in the diner. With Dalahab. So is it in a subway station like this? I don't think it is. Well, I mean, they no, could. You, you, yeah, you could reuse the scenery, though. Yeah. Like, there's the iconic sign that now exists at Dig. Well, not technically Diagon Alley. Yeah, I guess so. Diagon Alley in the Universal Park. King's Cross Station. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Rule number one of the drinking game: drink every time Michael Gambon is book Dumbledore. <laughs> which may not be often, but it might be often. I think this is the movie where he really nails it. I think he is very book Dumbledore in these first few scenes of the movie. Yeah, I would agree. Like, I think this is just, he, he really, especially by the end, too, he, you feel bad for him and you feel bad for him in the way that you feel bad for book Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. Especially in the along. Slughorn seems coming up. Oh, yeah. Now, how does she not see him? <laughs> Muggles wearing... don't notice nothing. Yeah. I mean, if it's anything like New York, that he's not the weirdest looking thing in the city that day. <laughs> I just happen to know where he lives. Don't ask me how. I just do. I'm just going to rehash everything we've discussed in chapter by chapter so far. Yeah, that'll only last the first like 15 minutes, though. Yeah, I know. That's sort of a funny line. I guess I should turn on subtitles because I have the audio low enough that I that it's not (laughs) interrupting the call. Michael will narrate for us for any for anybody who uh, maybe not watching the movie with us. Dumbledore and Harry enter. Wands lit. Horace? Grubby house. Horace, where the hell are you? Don't hide, Horace. For as much as you can imagine, like, the failure of the imagination, um, talking about my imagination of, like, how they're going to turn a couch into a man, they do a real good job of the morph, like, the morphing, I think. Or demorphing. Nolan, who's listening live, points out that the street looks a lot like the Godric's Hollow Town. Yeah. That could have been reused. Or at least parts of it. Ew, he just touched Harry with the dead part of his hand. <laughs> there was there was corpse flesh on Harry's forehead there for a second. So he could taste the blood without tasting himself. This is reminding me of Connor from Detroit Become Human. Look at how happy he is. Dumbledore? Yeah. Because he's looking at something that's purple. (laughs) I come by this stuffing naturally. 
That's good stuff. There's something about these scenes that are so like great to me. They just feel so relaxed. Like there's no music. There was just a little bit, but it's just, I don't know, a couple of iconic British actors talking in this wizarding world. I know this sounds stupid what I'm saying, but it's just like, wow, this is like kind of cool. You're right. Like the great British royalty really elevates the material. Yeah. Canary Islands of all places. Let's show off some magic for to delight moviegoers. I mean, this is really this is why I watch these movies is for this kind of stuff. Mm hmm. That piano. I wonder if they actually like let a bomb go off and then just shot it in reverse. <laughs> I love magic. See, Dumbledore's just him, his cheery self. Yeah, you wouldn't think he was a marked man. It's like the Richard Harris Dumbledore. That's what I mean. Yeah. (laughs) Did he even say he's going to the bathroom or did he just walk away? I think he just walked away. (laughs) He asked to use it. Oh, did he? Okay. Drink every time somebody tells Harry he has his mother eyes. That's rule number two. Ouch. <laughs> oh, don't take offense. Well, of course he's going to take offense. Why else would you... If you're pointing it out, you it's pretty offensive. All mine. I recognize Barnabas Cuff. Do you? No. Oh. I've never seen him before. I would like, you know, I really would like a Quidditch Through the Ages movie. Just, I'm just going to put that out there. Like, can you imagine, like, a movie about the Hollyhead, Hollyhead Harpies? Like, that would be awesome. Would it, though? I don't know. The only reason Fantastic Beasts is interesting because it involves Grindelwald. Oh, yeah, that's right. You have that opinion. Ooh. (laughs) There would be no, there would be nothing good about Fantastic Beasts if it was Newt catching beasts each movie. It's the magic. Well, Well, hang on, because that's such a big, like, a difference. It's almost an opposing opinion to what you're saying here about how like the magic and like the levity really reminds you of like Richard Harris, like the early Chris Columbus films. Like those are the ones that held all the magic in them. But it's just one scene. Yeah. This is just, you know, the early stuff. This obviously is working towards something. Yeah. That's greater. True. I just think if you get everybody on brooms, I don't know. It's cool. Like there's, I'll go see sports movies when they don't have people on broomsticks. Don't wake the neighbors, Horace. 
<laughs> it's Just quite late. <laughs> yeah, this does look like Godric's Hollow. In fact, Mike, I'm pretty sure that's the Potter's house. Are we just going to count the number of sets that were reused? <laughs> this is totally crazy. It's an outrage. Scandal. It's a budget scandal. <laughs> Do we real? I think, I mean, yes, they look similar, but surely there were, there was some effort to look different, make them look well, different. Well, yeah, the big centerpiece in the, in the town is different, but that white building in the background with the, the wooden, Mm. cross thing is definitely it's either the potter's house or it's just it's at the studio tour so there's just there maybe next to the potter house mm -hmm. this is this week's your, last uh, week's quizage quizage question yeah eric <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah oh okay rule number three of the uh half prince movie drinking game go Drink to the oh, sorry oh, what i was gonna make a joke go to the bathroom every time jenny comes on screen because she's so bad no, I mean, drink every time Ginny and Harry are awkward. Oh. Well, speaking of drinks, I'm going to step away for a second and get a drink. Okay. What are you getting? This is a really cool shot. You know what the shot is missing, Micah, is the uh, the ghoul. The ghoul in the attic. Okay, almost a normal hug. Still bad, though. Bro hug. Oh, that man. Dumbledore just does what he wants with me. That's all. That's why you didn't know I was coming. Is toothpaste a movieism? I don't know. It's a random cat in the moonlight shot with Crookshanks. I just noticed there, like, there's in a what was that? You could like see outside. That's weird. It's like you open the door and they're outside. I hadn't seen that before. What is that? So it's an exterior balcony leading from Ron's room. Is this like a motel? You open the door of the bedroom and you're outside. I guess they decided to give Ron an outdoor area. That's kind of cool. And <laughs> so he can watch over his farm. Oh, head. I was just about to make a comment about Hedwig looks so stuffed right now, but then she turned her head, and I was like, nope. That's a real L. He's <laughs> laughing so bad. <laughs> oh, Draco. Draco, to take detour. I guess I never really noticed that Spinner's End was moved a couple of chapters back in the movie. Yeah, you know, I was just going to say, it would have been kind of cool if this scene was the cold opening. Yeah. I think it works now that we've seen Harry. 
and Dumbledore. And it also does a good job, I think, connecting up with the Diagon Alley scenes after this, right? Yeah. True. <sighs> Freaking Peter. Nolan brings up a good point that uh, I was thinking about earlier. He said, isn't this the movie Dan said he was hammered most of the time? Remember, uh, Dan Radcliffe said several years after the movies yeah. came out that he was drunk. Like, he, ha- he had an alcohol problem. I think it was movie five. Or maybe nine. I'm going to Google it. It's unfortunate. Sorry, I'm going to use Siri. What movie was Dan Radcliffe drunk Andrew, during? Come on. What? I don't know, talking about a uh, prominent cast member's addiction problems. I'm just what he he has announced it. It's you know, it's yeah. I can't see Helen McCrory as Bellatrix. You're right, Nolan, it was half footprints. Drink every time Bellatrix is not dead inside. Not dead inside? Yeah, she's like, she really just came to life right there. Do you think they came to his house with this intention, though, from the beginning? Or was it just to get Draco protection? The movie kind of confuses that issue, I think. In the book, it's clear that Narcissa wants his help, but it it seems to be more of a surprise here in the movie, I think, because there isn't that extensive backstory. I like Snape's messy hair, too. I, I would agree there speak to speaks to his current state of mind maybe give me my detonators Getting creeped out having Bellatrix's whispery voice in my ears. In headphones. It's like a bad ASMR video. He just signed Dumbledore's death warrant. See, you really can't miss it in the movies. It's on the corner. (laughs) It's got this giant thing. the The bunny disappeared under the hat. I think this store in the theme park is one of the more impressive stores. It's just everywhere you look, there's cool magic happening, including that umbrage on the high wire. Yeah. And you look up in the sky and you see fireworks exploding. 
Harry should get a cut of every sale, just like J.K. Rowling probably does. Yeah. He was their angel investor. He made this happen. Yeah. Ah, uh, Cormac McClagan. Oh, man. Used to have a major crush on him. Oh, it's Lav Lav. Another book to film change. Allegedly black in the books. White in the I know, movies. I know roasted nuts are like big deals for people, but dragon roasted nuts, I would totally go get if I could get that. They're probably pretty nice. Yeah, look at how desolate and sad this... uh Alley looks great job last week, guys. On that, uh, <laughs> let's, let's all pat ourselves on the back. On the what? On the, the our, well, Eric was quoting our summary from last week where we, in seven words, described this chapter. Oh, not only do they not have aurors following them, but they also don't have Hagrid. Which proves how useless Hagrid was in this chapter. Like, we don't even need to bring Robbie Coltrane in for this scene. It's a good point. Okay, what if that wizard is talking to somebody? <laughs> like, somebody unfortunately got transformed into a wall. Or was that Doctor Who villain, the one with Moaning Myrtle? The hot topic of the wizarding world. This one. This one always screws with my depth perception. When they're like on the roof and they're looking over. Let's see. Are not you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Was not not all of this was in 3D, right? It was just like the last. Oh, I forgot thing. about that. There's this one shot, but this is definitely so, one movie that didn't need to be in 3D. Yeah, most movies do not need to be in 3D. So they totally see the cabinet, and they totally see Fenrir, and Fenrir totally smells them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. At least Steve Clovis or whoever wrote this didn't include that scene of, oh, look, a pygmy puff before they were extra cute. Um, didn't include that scene of Hermione trying to figure out what he was up to. No, yeah. Oh, bless Ivana. Where are they exactly? Arizona? 
It does look like a desert. <laughs> well, you know how that drought was in the fifth film? Uh, it's continuity. They're going to visit a Thunderbird in Arizona. Yeah, Frank Jr. I never understand this scene because you'd think Hermione, Ron, would have no trouble believing that Harry, thinking Draco, has now become a Death Eater. Yeah, it's not that crazy of an idea, is it? No, but it happens the entire... I was going to bring this up in the last episode. That's that's through the whole book. They just don't believe him. He's 100% right. But they just don't... It's going to get more annoying as like every new chapter that we go. Well, in the book, at least initially, it's a little bit more indistinct, whereas they just saw him walk into Borgen and Burke with a handful of Death Eaters. Yeah. Oh my God. Thanos just snapped his fingers. Maybe the dry landscape is supposed to be like symbolic of the current state of the wizarding world. Yeah. Because green hills, if you saw green hills, that would give off the sense of things being good and happy mm-hmm. and beautiful, right? Bad joke, Draco. (laughs) Too soon, Draco. Too soon. Big look of intensity. I will say Tom Felton does a really good job in this movie. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I missed being your security guard at Diagon Alley. I can't do a Hagrid. I'm sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> He's so emo, Draco. <laughs> it's the all black suit. H- hold on, everybody. I got to check something. You think Harry would move quickly here? Yeah. Now that hurts. He could probably choke or drown on his own blood right about there. Yeah. Do spells work through invisibility cloaks? Some. Guess so. Trying to think of an example where they um, worked through Harry's. Because, like, not all invisibility cloaks are equal. Well, the situation has never really arisen, has it? Because if he's under the cloak, then he's not being spotted. And thus, but I feel like they have sent spells out from within the cloak. J.K. Rowling said that um, 
when Dumbledore looks in the general direction of Harry when Harry's under the cloak, it's because he's non-verbally casting the Hamanem Revilio spell, and that that apparently is allowing him to see where Harry is located. I do love the new Flitwick, but I don't like how it's never really explained how he went from this old wizard to <laughs> good-looking middle-aged he, Flitwick. He decided to get his you-know-what together. Maybe I should st- stop looking like old garbage and look more like a professor who's got it together. Yeah. Oh, we're in Technicolor now, everybody. Oh. I I love every scene that David Bradley is in in Harry Potter. Because <laughs> they're few and far between. Yeah. And it's just like that scene was just like, a cane? What do you need with a cane? You're 15. You know, it's just kind of fun. She's fixing it right now, Olivia. Olivia fell out of sync and said, can someone let me know when Luna fixes Harry no- Harry's nose? Right about now. She's got long hair. I forgot about that. One, two, three, fixed. New Hermione right there. I broke my nose as a child when a softball hit me in the face. Really? I could have used that spell. Luckily, it healed naturally. I did not need to have it cracked back in place, or I would have hated that. Do you know that both Dumbledore and Cormor and Strike have had their nose broken twice? Is that a spoiler about the fourth book? No, no, no. Okay. Heavens no. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I am reading the new Cormor Strike book while doing this commentary. I'm multitasking. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe what happens on page 37. Yeah, I'm doing two commentaries at once. Have you started reading it, Micah? No, I, it's funny. I uh, When I came home, this is a complete sidebar, but uh, I came in through the side door, not the front door, and it's been pouring out here because we've been getting the remnants of the hurricane. And I was somebody said something to me, and I was like, oh, book. I'm like, shit, the book is probably sitting outside <laughs> in the pouring rain. And the box is, was soaking wet. Like you literally oh. could rip the box open. That's how wet it was. But luckily, the book came wrapped in plastic, so the book is fine. That's lucky. Well, that was pretty smart of them because I don't think they always do that. So anyway, uh, I'm looking forward to reading it. I have not started tomorrow. I yeah. placed my uh, I placed my order today. I'm going to get it in two days. Yeah, you know, I ordered mine yesterday. I thought. Amazon would have it together and like have it show up today because you know sometimes you order like uh, a pair of pliers and it shows up two hours later. I thought surely one of the biggest books of the year would show up fast, but no. Who is in the back there walking across the great hall like top hallway? notch security? Yeah. Trailer moment, ominous music. Gee, who is no. this Tom Riddle? I'm trying to remember, and I'm sure we'll get to this in the book as well, but I thought Tom Riddle was always something that was not public-facing. 
it was something that Dumbledore knew that he was able to use against Voldemort, almost yeah. in a demeaning fashion to call him by his real name. I don't ever remember Dumbledore publicly doing something like this. Mm. Where he's Voldemort's real name out there. Yeah. Maybe somebody can fact check me on that. We'll be able to find out soon enough with chapter by chapter. Draco's just like smirking because this is like his equivalent of the only you can prevent forest fires. And Draco's just like, ugh. So that line right there, that off to bed pip pip, that kind of is the complete opposite version of Dumbledore from what we saw in the beginning of the movie. So Michael Gambon kind of like toggles between the Richard Harris version of Dumbledore and that did you put your name in the goblet of fire Dumbledore? Yeah. Well, in the case of this scene that just occurred, it's Dumbledore leading the school and warning about Tom Riddle. So he's in Dumby mode. Yeah, he's uh, he's I don't know. I didn't like the delivery. Yeah. <laughs> Retake. But Maggie Smith is killing it. I actually really love this scene. This is one of my favorite McGonagall moments. Take Weasley with you. <laughs> this scene, major blooper right there. You could see rugs on the floor. Oh, when really? Harry and Ron were just walking down the hall. And this is like so random, but um, Hot Topic had these photos of them walking down that same hall and it was littered with rugs. And this photo was in Hot Topic on these big cardboard standees. Oh, man. And I was just I was just in awe. It's such a such a reveal. Well, Harry, Ron, don't just stand there. Somebody quick. Congratulate Horace Slughorn on graduating. Yeah, I was just thinking that as well. This is the last movie with Crab in it, isn't it? Probably. Sad. No, hasn't Blaze already replaced him? No, they're both in this one, Crab and Goyle. Blaze was on the train. Right, but Crab is back there. Crabs. There we go. This is a little late, but uh, Kyle said regarding that Snape scene at his house, uh, I wish we could see Snape's bedroom. I'm curious what kind of sheets he's rocking and what posters he has up in his room. (laughs) I doubt he has any posters in his room, but it would have been great to see like what books he has, if he has any photos, maybe a family. How to kill your headmaster boss and get away with it. Yeah, maybe a photo of Lily. Could you imagine? People would have died if they saw a photo of Lily in Snape's bedroom. If he had a photo of Lily, it was probably taken without her knowledge or consent. (laughs) Well, I I mean, Hmm. I guess. Or it could have just been a photo of James and Lily. Lily and James is like cut out of the photo. (laughs) A cigarette burn. Mm Mm-hmm. I bet he has a waterbed. (laughs) Why? 
Why not? Because waterbeds are weird. Waterbeds are pretty cool. This episode brought to you by Casper.com slash waterbed. I never noticed that writing before on the uh, the walls. It's like old Latin. Well, it's nine years later. We have this great HD picture. Kerberos of gold, something, something of gold, it says in the back. Lavender Brown was wearing those bandanas on her head before it was cool. Now people <laughs> do that all the time. Yeah, but where is she now? <laughs> Maybe dead. Maybe not. Okay, Ron is a really disruptive. Nice catch. Slughorn should try out as Seeker for the Quidditch team. I will say that's a really satisfying, not only the sound, but also the visual of him crunching the. I would do so bad in this class, stuff like that, like cooking. Not with Apple Prince's book, you would do it great. Crab, Goyle, and Blaze. And they got lucky having Blaze so prominent in this movie so they could have him replace Crab. You know, I'm pretty sure that happened sooner, though. I'm pretty sure, like, Crab had to leave already. Because this was, like, 2009. And don't you remember that we being, We just saw like... him, though. Yeah, but don't you remember that being way earlier than 2009 that... No, I don't Jamie think so. Willett was arrested? Yeah. I don't think so. Maybe it happened around 08, 09. At that point, they were already finished oh. filming. Yeah, maybe. Perfect. Hermione's hair here. Dan's eyebrows. Now, if I was Ron and Hermione, I'd be like, well, I guess we don't know in the movie if it's not really established in the movie if they went and helped, if he went and helped Slughorn. But if I was Hermione, I'd be like, all right, Slughorn helped you do that since like he, you just hung out at his house. Look at that diary. No oh, fox. The ring. <laughs> Got my message. Steve Cloves slipped that in and David How about Ron? Are you into Ron? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <The> grab? <laughs> hey, excuse me. There's no explicit heterosexual. Oh wait, there is. Yeah, I mean, he hangs out with Ron as much as he does Hermione. Come on. If not more. Yeah, we just heard your speech in the Great Hall that you told everybody. I do want Dumbledore's handwriting, though. It's pretty nice. Let us journey back to a time when there was even less color in the world. 
Also, this is creepy. The pensive is like a floating disc here. You guys see how it has no bottom? Why did they change it? Yeah, right? Because to make it look magical. Yeah. I guess it was probably to distinguish it from the basin at the end of the movie, too. Oh, yeah. You could, like, play Frisbee with it. Yeah. And now, Jude Law as Albus Dumbledore. (laughs) So this should be Jude Law, right? I mean, this is right around the time of Fantastic Beasts. Mm -hmm. The 20s, yeah? Well, probably more of like the mid-30s. Dr. Dumbledore. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't we always spoken about those damn seven stones on the windowsill? (laughs) I'm having a flashback now. There's exactly seven, I believe. One for every Horcrux he intends to create. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is. I I don't think I've ever... vague memory of us like freaking out over the seven i mean they're out of focus right now so it's hard to tell but i'm pretty sure there's seven i can stand on one foot while rubbing my tummy and patting my head nolan says jude law has about the same beard just a bit longer hair here not too far off yeah dumbledore this dumbledore's hair is longer a lot longer, actually. What happens if somebody walks by right now? <laughs> Guess there's not many people there who work there. This was such a terrifying and like awesome scene in the book though. Like the movie, the movie is like a faithful adaptation at this moment, but it still doesn't quite capture the book. There Um, are seven stones. Yeah. I think, I think this is pretty damn dark. Could one of you guys give me a timestamp real quick? 4247. Awesome, thanks. I meant to minimize the window and I X'd out. (laughs) 
Gotta catch them all. Our courage will pull us through. You cast a spell and I will too. That scene Club actually made Club team. That scene made no sense. Were the were those Death Eaters trying to get into Hogwarts? And they were, or yeah. were they de- dementors? They were just repelled off the It is to illustrate the dangers afoot. Mm-hmm. And also to set up this scene. This is the one thing they did do really, really well was the room of requirement looking like the room where all things are stored. This configuration of the room is very impressive. Probably like 25 interns had to go to secondhand thrift stores and just get a bunch of stuff. Fun fact about this room, I believe it's the same one used as a... Never mind. They didn't they recycle this room for a bunch of different reasons, not just the room of requirement, but other things as well. It has those distinctive columns that stop that are like from the ceiling down. I know it's like the same look for all the rest of the room of requirement scenes, like in the previous movie with Dumbledore's army. But I don't know about the others. This was the scene I distinctly remember Ginny and Harry on the Quidditch field in the screening, the pre-screening that they did in Chicago. But it's imagine this, but it's a tent blue screen behind them, like on on a field of grass. So where the hoops are and where the uh, goalposts and and the uh, stands are, it's literally just it's a couple of feet behind Dan and uh, Bonnie. And it's just like a long screen. And I, I remember thinking like, how are they in character right now? They're not actually on the Quidditch pitch. And that was the day I learned what acting was. <laughs> That's the day I learned what acting was. <laughs> I mean, it is impressive. If you're really thinking of, I mean, this whole Quidditch scene, like they're, they're not anywhere, you know, they're, they're yeah. literally in back of a studio right now on some grass. And know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, Evie's hair is really long. I think you're definitely ahead of us now a little bit then. Oh, damn. I'm at 46, 19, 20, 21. Okay. Quidditch looks definitely... better than ever in this movie. Too bad this is the last that? time we see it. Huh? You said what, though? I said Quidditch looks better than ever in this movie. Oh, yeah. But too bad it's the last time we see it. So I forgot about this Ron getting hit montage. Ron is not better than ever, though. Oh. What I was saying earlier is there's definitely some suggestive poses, particularly by Cormac McLaggen. Yeah. The way he catches that fly out of the air. No, that's not what I'm referring to. <laughs> How can she move people, though? Or did she just... Okay, maybe she like shifted the broom, not him, necessarily. 
Yeah, some brooms are spellproof. We know this because it's a big deal that Snape can do it to Harry's. Right. I like Cal Hedwig once again is just chilling conveniently right behind them. You know what? Maybe it is stuffed because all she ever does is turn her head slightly. <laughs> it's like on it. What if it was like an R2D2 top? Like, I th- Hedwig, actually, that makes a lot of sense. It's literally like, oh, but when it, it went up there a well, little bit. Crookshanks is also on the left. Yeah. Flanking the sides of the screen. I love it. Yeah, there you go. It's like a nice sweater that Harry has on. I would wear that. That may have... Did we just see like a decent Jenny Harry moment? If I was Harry, I would have just been like, I'm the Half-Blood Prince. These are my notes, losers. Sorry I'm so smart. Deal with it. Oh, God. The MVP of this movie goes to Ron's hat. Just going to preemptively give mine. It's like poking straight up. It's hiding the cone-shaped skull that he's got. This is your regular reminder that there's snow in the theme parks in Florida. And all of those antlers. What's with uh, the Flitwick, though? Not a fond of Slughorn? Hmm. There's probably history there. Yeah, for whatever reason, he must not be happy to have him back, maybe. That Tom? Oh. Oh, God, the worst. Seeing a girl with another guy. Still, I like the two of them. Dean and Jenny? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm one of the biggest supporters of Harry and Jenny, but I'm glad that she got to try things out. <laughs> No, like she she grew out of this crush that she had on Harry from a young age and wasn't just like unlike most characters in Harry Potter, she's not just fixated on one person. Right. Like actually, actually like tries, you know, to date others and not just focus on Harry. Yeah. <laughs> Drunk Horace is almost as good as uh Felix up Harry. See, that's why, like, people always wonder what is the deal with Butterbeer and its alcoholic content. Because here's Slughorn drunk, but the trio, I mean, they just sat down, but they seem to have it together. There's a deleted scene where a Slughorn just does 10 shots of fire whiskey off the belly of a um, no dragon. 
Hermione's slamming that butterbeer. Yep. No, he just spilled half of hers, I think. Oh, right. No. Well, wait for this upcoming scene. She does stumble a little bit, don't they? Yeah, she acts a little uh, tipsy. You know who really drank too much? Katie Bell. There we go. Yeah, she is. Yeah. <laughs> Be funny. She just starts like making out with both of them. This is this is legit terrifying. Like this is where David Yates decided to make the ring. Horrifying. Like that right there was more terrifying than Voldemort. They have that doll at the studio tour, too. What doll? Katie Bell with her mouth open. What? Yeah, didn't you see that? You're kidding. No, really. Like Katie they have Bell that... with her mouth open. Yeah, like the horrifying pose that she just did. <laughs> huh. This was a doll. Same with um, a number of Dobbies. The Voldemort baby. I really like this scene, too. I like any scene with two adults interacting with each other. Yeah. Leanne had more lines in this movie than Dean Thomas, Seamus Finnegan, and Neville. Do kisses count as lines? Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Hermione's like, I'm hungover. I don't have time for all this sleuthing right now. I remember, but this is a promo photo. Yes. Alan Rickman was so relatively young that I just refuse to believe that he's dead. Yeah. He's at like his most Alan Rickmaniest Alan Rickman right now. I feel like Harry could have come up with a more compelling argument there than to just say that he just knew. He's hiding information from Snape, I guess. Snape knows the truth anyway. It's true. But he could never divulge it. It would probably kill him right then and there. Hmm. 
Pillow talk. <laughs> Finish my first drink. Did you crush that against your head? Yeah, bro. <laughs> you know, I tried to stand on a can the other day, <laughs> an empty can, and it it crunched sideways and I fell over. Yikes. <laughs> That was one strong can. <laughs> can one, me zero. Oh, Slug Club. Now's a good time to say thanks to all of our Slug Club members. <laughs> You're the reason this is possible. 777 challenge complete. You know, I was just thinking like a, a few days ago, why don't we call it the Mug Club? Muggle cast, yeah, slug club, mug yeah. club, or mlug club. <laughs> Who are these twins? They look like a pair of twins out of a horror movie. Yeah, I was just gonna say, I swear, David Yates really just wanted to direct Kubrick films. You know, you know what? I've decided that I love that line that they gave to Emma. Ah, the girl who was manipulated by Voldemort. Kind of interesting how the slug club is required to dress up for meetings. Why is Neville there? Why shouldn't he be there? Probably because of his parents. Oh, maybe. Maybe, uh, you know, Slughorn and uh, Augusta. Oh, God. I think Andrew's right. It's probably Frank and Alice. What were they eating? That looked pretty good. Ice cream? Yeah, Is that what it was? Some kind of sundae with um, strawberries, uh, chocolate... um, Sauce. A slug club Sunday. That is one cool time thing. What are those called? Time turner? <laughs> no, it's not a time turner. It's hourglass. A hourglass, thank you. Yeah. I mean that's an hourglass fit for the head of Southern House. Giant green handles. This again looks like the rumor requirement set, doesn't it? Those pillars coming down. You know what? You're right. And I wonder if this isn't, in fact, the room. I think it is. And they just put things under the on the they in they change out the bottom half of the pillars to make it look different. I just remembered another scene that this set was used for the trophy room in Goblet of yeah, in Goblet of Fire during the Triwizard Tournament. That would have been the first one it was used for. Probably. But yeah. canonically, it's canonically it's not in like the slug club parties aren't in the room of requirement, right? They're in like Slughorn's office or something. Right. Look how his dresser came or not his dresser, but like his mantle came over with all the photos from yeah. his house.
The music here is really good. <laughs> this is the part where they just gave everybody Gryffindor swag to wear. Yeah, pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I'd like one of those hoodies. His skull is susceptible to breakage. Yeah, Hermione's just in a t-shirt with the Gryffindor emblem on it, and Seamus was, was wearing the same thing. Did Ivana make that lion hat? I don't think so. Or am I, I thinking of so? I feel like she did. She made her own earrings for Luna. Yeah, you're totally right. She made the earrings, but I think the prop department probably made the hat because it's animatronic. Like it has to be the right level of, you know, film magically. Well, she could have worked closely with the prop department. Yeah. Quidditch in the snow, man. Yeah, I I really want a Quidditch movie. (laughs) (laughs) What would the arc be? Who would the antagonist be? Who would the protagonist be? Like, well, I don't know. It'd be like an elegant. An underdog story, it would be like the team that got last at last year's standings makes it all the way to the Quidditch World Cup. Battling substance abuse and fame and crooked goblins. That was a perfect flying V that the Slytherins pulled off there. I am forgetting, but like Weasley is our king is very much a book five plot, isn't it? Because uh... in the chapter we just read, Ron talks about being allowed back on the team now that Harry's captain. And I'm pretty sure that was just one yeah. of the many hundreds of plots in book five was... Weasley is our king. Yes, you're right. Man, Harry is just dressed the hell down right now. And this like party music, this is just so uh, not Harry Potter. (laughs) God, it would be worse if it was the... It would be weird. It would be worse if it was the Weird Sisters playing, though. 
I'm not a fan of that music. Amanda has an idea for you, Eric. Friday Night Lights, but Quidditch instead. Friday Night Quaffles? Friday Night Flights. Man, Filch has been neglecting his duties. That room needs a, a sweeping. I completely forgot this happened. This room. <laughs> you mean this landing by the stairs? When paper birds attack. Hermione should have just killed Lavender. She's going <laughs> to die anyway. That's true. Oh. Love stinks. This is a good transition. Maybe Draco did a spell to make the sun rise faster. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, young love. You guys have seen the um, behind the scenes on this scene, right? It's um yeah the green hands sticking out of the bookcase. Yeah, she's actually handing the books to people, like people's arms and shit are just grabbing them. Yeah, Pretty cool. It actually kind of could have worked if like there were hands just coming out of the bookcases. Obviously not green gloved hands, but right. just magical hands, sort of like in Cursed Child. That yeah, exactly like the cursed child, and also slightly reminiscent of the face in book in movie one that comes out like the, when the book screams in the restricted section. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is it with Emma hitting people? I'm gonna bleep myself out. I'm making it. <laughs> Can you bleep it? I'll give you the timestamp. Ah. Uh, maybe. Sorry. Email it to me. 
course, she sleepwalks. Yeah. Man, Draco is not having a good day. Why is it dusty again? <laughs> Shouldn't the dust have come off the first time? All the, you know, the house elves actually, to, instead of cleaning, they actually take all the dust from around the castle and just put it in this room. Maybe that's just a thing of uh, that the vanishing cabinet does. It's a magnet for dust. Maybe there were human test subjects that Bellatrix put in there and they were reduced to skin cells. Skin this splits. part of the commentary brought to you by Swiffer. Easily <laughs> trap that dust today. Bounty, the quilted quicker picker upper. And by Apples. apples. <laughs> Stop by your local farm for a green apple today. See, An here's my thing. Keeps, take, keeps the commentary away. Neville makes it to the slug club on his own merit in the first scene, but now yeah. he's a waiter. What now is he's up a with that? And he looks like Wait, a sailor or something. Yeah. He didn't make it. Oh, oh was, was he auditioning? Oh, I guess or so. was he was he a plus one? No, he said he didn't make the slug club and that neither did Belby because he was hanging, handing out towels in the loo. <laughs> but Hermione did for her sick story about her muggle dentist parents. Ten stitches is a big deal. That's funny. Sanguini got robbed. <laughs> this is sort of how I picture um, Newt's brother. I mean, not vomiting on Snape's shoes, but you know what I mean. Awkward. Do you think Slughorn's jealousy wasn't, or not Slughorn, Filch jealousy wasn't invited to this party? I don't know. Maybe. He's kind of dressed up, though. He's got a tie on. It's just weird, though. Snape comes in. Filch comes in. It's like a free-for-all. Who's waiting at the door to check the invites? <laughs> Winky had one job. 
Harry figured out how to operate inside Hogwarts. Yeah. This was a promo <laughs> photo too. And yeah, it looked it like um it looked like he was in the stables or something. Because that, that hallway does not look like a proper like hallway. This is my moment, my time to shine. I'm how gonna kill one of the greatest changed. wizards. What Micah? I said how the desert has changed. <laughs> yeah, it's still like dead and red and dry underneath all this snow. How do you know though? You just tell. This has to be one of the lamest. Like, I guess it's funny. I don't know. It's just. Uh, feels so hokey. Am I wrong that that's on the window in the Hogwarts Express ride at, in Florida? Where, like, there's, like, a fake. Like, that I writing. I can't say. I don't know. I might have, or it might have been the studio tour, honestly. That might make more sense, actually. Oh, that's a that's a good like visual. That that's like Hermione's like, pardon me while I go throw up now. She should have taken her booty and wiped that out. All right, T minus. I don't know. Two minutes until the burrow catches fire. Sad. Oh, hey, Lupin. Yeah, what the hell is David Thewlis doing in this movie? Hedwig again, perfectly positioned in the background. I just love it. Watch as her head turns. That looks like a real owl. I forgot we get a good Arthur bit here. <laughs> Open up you. What a weird frickin' line. <laughs> Don't you trust me? To what? Ron can't read a room, Kenny. Nope. <laughs> or is he doing that on purpose? <laughs> Even Hedwig's like, dude. Yo. C blocker over here.
a lot of this is a movieism. Yeah. But I wonder if like this whole they were all the rage back when Voldemort first rose to power. I wonder if that's sort of one of those things that didn't make it into the book, but is still true because J.K. Rowling like added more detail or something. Mm. What I love about this scene is that he can sense Fenrir Greyback. Oh. But I don't like the scene outside of that. Ginny's in a robe. What's she going to try and feed him now? More cookies? Whoa. Take it easy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, it's his shoelace. Oh, okay. There were more cupcakes. Not in the burrow. Not for a few years, anyway. <laughs> and Ginny was in her bathrobe. This could have been a home run. A Christmas miracle, if you will. <laughs> Harry, no! Terrible job. Terrible job trying to hold him back. Yeah, Arthur just kind of stood there shouting. Oh, this is Fiendfire before Fiendfire was a thing. Mm. I do like the little sound she's about to make when he like successfully hits her and she's like, ooh. Your annual reminder that, according to the movies, the Weasleys are farmers. Yeah. They farm wheat. This scene just didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I understand why they do it to kind of add to the level of... Danger. Yeah, level of danger that exists now in the wizarding world. They destroy the burrow, but... Was it really necessary? Well, Catherine agrees with you. She says, this is the worst scene. I could not believe what was happening when I first saw it in theaters. So unnecessary. Creepy Fenrir. Oh, and I hate this blocking without saying anything crap. But that's what wizards can do. Yeah, Snape can do that. But really, what is the point here? Is it to draw Harry out and allow them to attack the burrow and then just go on their merry way? They want to be D's wherever they go, right? They want to cause terror. They want to come after Harry. (laughs) All this hiding in the wheat. (laughs) Well, they found a little island in the middle of the wheat. It's like a... A wheat sandbar. <laughs> I would stop and eat some. I love bread. <laughs> I love bread. I guess it is a good question what the uh, in-movie motive would be, especially because they run away so easily. Oh, shit. 
Yeah, I'm sure what? they flew straight through Molly. No, when they flew through <laughs> the house. Oh, maybe she was baking something and now it's going to cook faster. You know who does die in this scene, though? Fleur. What? They left her in the house. Oh, sad. Yeah. There's no longer an excess of phlegm. Why does Hermione lecture her him in the scene? He was at the burrow. Shout out to Jesse Cave because she really overplays it in the right ways. <laughs> and Rupert, honestly, like you can see him slowly turn into like not loving the affection as much. Time for another dive into my frisbee. <laughs> this time we're getting green. This is Hero Finds Tiffin. Professor Tippett. This is a Jude Law era. You know, uh, he had Tom just mentioned Professor Mary thought this is the teacher who was supposedly teaching Defense Against the Dark Arts at the time that Dumbledore is allegedly teaching. Ah, you're right. Maybe we need to recut this scene so he asks, but wait, I thought Professor Mary Thought was teaching Defense Against the Dark Arts. How crazy would it be if in Fantastic Beasts we see Tom Riddle go to Dumbledore and be like, yo, tell me about those Horcruxes. <laughs> that pensive is really wigging me out right now. He put his creepy hand in there. I mean, there's always the Gaunt House one.
Ew. It's not amazing and pretty and full of hair. That's not gray. Uh, you, just showed, you just showed your hand, dude. Oops. Fudge. Honey Duke's fudge. Just wanted to say I'm sorry. <laughs> Why are those beds so small? Well, they're for first years and then Yeah, the bed should be charmed to grow with the students. I understand they have to fit five of them in a tower, you know, room, but those are pretty small. <laughs> I still seem to remember when they were promoting this movie they were like yeah the guys are going to be interested in girls I was like okay <clears throat> It does get a reputation for being the the love book or whatever. And I'm yeah. looking forward to getting to the part in the book where it's like, oh, my God, too much romance. Let's stop. Because I don't remember how much it's actually it is. And then how much of it was the culture shock of coming off of book five. Mm -hmm. like maybe we overplayed it. I forgot it. about that. The animated greeting card. We got a man <laughs> under a spell. Why can he not remember Ron's last name, but he can remember Ginny's? <laughs> well, Ginny is an accomplished witch. Ron, some goober.
We're back in the room of requirement slash trophy room slash Slughorn office. Yeah, good point. Party. This definitely shouldn't be allowed. What? Drinking with the professor. Mm. It's like having parental supervision, I guess. Yeah, but imagine like you couldn't do that in school. It wouldn't be right. It would be weird to drink with the teacher in school somebody turn him over he's choking on his own vomit blame harry though he did bring ron he could have taken him straight to the uh infirmary he didn't have to go to slughorn for the love potion you're saying it was like a devious plot Hats off to Rupert. I don't think that I give Rupert enough cred. <laughs> Prince of Potions. Actually, I love this scene because Lavender is so, like, tweeny. Yeah, they have to fight right in front of these professors. (laughs) Dilbert's got his mouth open like, oh my god. The drama. <laughs> Snape doesn't have time for this crap. No. <laughs> Speaking Parseltongue. <sighs> oh 
true love revealed. <laughs> Even Ginny's like, well, that's true love. I wonder who Dumbledore shipped. I guess Ron and Hermione. Wonder who Snape shipped. Wonder if Snape Everybody had knew. the mental space to fit somebody other than Snape Lily in his head. Yeah. You gotta say the staircases are killing it. And crushing it. They're quite nice. Oh, you know Hogwarts aviary. Draco is really not very observant in this film at all. Outside of the uh, train compartment. He never notices the fact that he's being followed. Yeah. In the books, he's just cocky that he, he knows that nobody can get in there. But at least in the books, he has the lookouts of Crabbe and Goyle disguised as girls. Here, he's just doing it alone. This is a tough uh, movie to be a bird. <laughs> what if the vanishing cabinet really works? It's just Bellatrix on the other end is freaking snapping their necks because she's a psychopath. Well, Hermione also shot a bunch of them into a wall. Yeah. It's true. Weren't they made of paper? I think you're they right. Real yeah. Yeah. They did explode and first explode into a bunch of feathers. I kind of want a vanishing cabinet, just like for decoration. They wouldn't fit in my home. They're too tall. Ah, this room. It doesn't make sense that they're at opposite tables. They're all in Gryffindor. There's nothing like your subconscious for revealing your true intentions, your true feelings. You guys ever played Boggle? Probably a while ago. 
she happened to say that just as Katie was walking by. Looky loo. Ring a bell. Katie ring Bell. Ring a ling, ring a ling, ring a ling. Ah, oh, shit. Enter Albus Severus and Scorpius. Now he can do nonverbal spells. Whoa. Uh, flew out right now. What'd you say? What if Moaning Myrtle flew out right now? <laughs> ah! She does it. In the books, she sets off the alarm. She's like, murder, murder at Hogwarts, murder in the bathroom. But the fact that she's uh, de-evolved into this sex-crazed, weird ghost in the movie, in the previous movies, and also in *Cursed Child*, it would have absolutely no place. Snape's just like, "You're lucky. I can fix this." Handum babam can <laughs> Need any help, sexy Severus? <laughs> Why is everyone just sitting there waiting for Harry to like soak in what he did being wrong? Did you not notice that when we walked in 30 feet ago? And now Slughorn's office is once again 
the room of requirement. Yeah. I require a kiss. Is there mistletoe or was that last year? I think that was last year. Well, I think they need some again. See, Harry doesn't need to pull the carpet off again. <laughs> you might find love. Doesn't she say something to him like, wouldn't you like to lock me up in here or something? <laughs> what? Listen. She's saying. Is that the projector that they use in Prisoner of Azkaban? I think so. This is basically just where they store all the props. <laughs> yeah. She says something to him like, I can be your secret. I can be your hero, baby. <laughs> Gonna take your breath away. That's what it is. What was it? I can what here too? I can stay hidden up here too if you like. <laughs> like she's just gonna abandon her classes, all of her schoolwork, all of her friends, and just be in the room of requirement for when Harry wants to come and visit her. Well, that is extremely disturbing. It's very much not book Ginny, that's for sure. <laughs> I'll be right back. See, I could see him doing this whole sequence drunk. Yeah. How does Hermione know this? Love <laughs> stalking? Maybe since Ron kept, you know, ignoring her, she decided I'm going to fall in love with Slughorn. He did play these Felix Felicis scenes very well. Ah, the greenhouse. Been a while. Black market trader over here. <laughs> What if Slughorn like accidentally stabbed himself in the eye with those scissors when he's when Harry scared him?
Creeps me out. No, it's a toy. Yes, of course it is. More like was. <coughs> Got him off a stranger named Newt Scamander. best Dan moments there. Yeah, all these scenes are very good. Again, very dry brown landscape yeah it was the overall aesthetic we were looking for we wanted a brown look for the film i went up to david yates after seeing this and i said the whole movie's in sepia i said well we're working we're working on fixing we're working on adjusting the color still well he lied he lied straight through yeah absolutely maintained he just wanted you to put a better review on the survey oh we're fixing that we're fixing that don't worry then he didn't did you write that on the survey it was too brown yeah and i don't think i i still don't think there's been a single green thing in this film your body will decay we will not make this make this scene green. It will be brown, like my coats. Bless Robbie Coltrane for sticking it out. <laughs> they did a really good job of making him look very big compared to Slughorn. Even his head looks bigger. Ha, 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 ha.
me at the bar at like nine o'clock. I wish Hagrid just fell over. We'd ruin all the... <laughs> <laughs> no, but the scene would just continue exactly as it is. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> Slughorn just ignores him. This is, this is continuously the highest rated when people say, what scene from any of the movies do you wish were in the book? It's this one. Because there's a tender moment. Yeah, the st- just the story. Yeah. But yeah, Eric, I, I totally agree. This scene was extremely well written and could have easily fit into the book. Or Hagrid's going to kill you. Two scenes from now, he's going to come to Harry and be like, dude, the bowl is still empty. What did you promise me? When you put this memory into the pensive, Harry, mind the acromantula venom that I already put in this vial. Oh, they're holding hands. Guess Dumbledore's back from traveling. (laughs) Surprise. Oh, what? what, what?
<laughs> the F is wrong with you. Well, I want a piece for every stone that was on my windowsill. It's like, like when you ask a hypothetical about like cheating and then you just like quintuple down. Yeah. It's just it's such a delicate balance of telling Slughorn exactly what he needs to hear so that he like gives him like plausible deniability of the whole thing. Mm hmm. No, it's not. Shut up, Dumbledore. <laughs> what kind of cracks me up is that he's learning all this with Harry for the first time. Dun-dun-dun-dun. Mm. And the hand is explained. The story that I think I told this on MuggleCast before, when I was on the set for Half-Blood Prince, we were in some prop room. And they had a photo up of Michael Gambon with a green hand on yeah, uh, for his damaged hand. And he was looking at the camera, smiling and giving the finger with the green hand. <laughs> <laughs> And then somebody noticed that we had noticed that and they go stand in front of it to try and cover it up. <laughs> but too late. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. That's so Michael Gambon. I really need to see that photo. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I was just telling Harry that, in fact. It's a good juxtaposition of scenes. Holy moly. Mm. <laughs> so Harry what if just... I make people do a ton? doesn't matter now. I'm about to die. I can do what I want. Hey, I'll see you later tonight on the Sames Tower. <laughs> <laughs> Back in three hours. Yeah. See you then. <laughs> Stop commenting on my grooming. So do you, butt face. Look at you. This part this portion of the commentary brought to you by Harry's. <laughs> Get a clean shave for when you watch Dumbledore die. That's Harry's. Dot com slash Dumbledore's not dead. And by mirrors. And by Blue Apron. You want a good final meal. Cook it yourself with Blue Apron. 
<laughs> this film doesn't necessarily suffer from adaptation, but what it lacks is just those things that were cut. Dumbledore's funeral, the Merope Gaunt scene, um, this even like the whole cave thing. Whole fight at the end. Yeah. You see, you see, Harry, this one time these ministry officials came for me and I thought it would be great if I had like some protection. To the cave, to the cave. Is that Pride Rock? Uh, has anybody ever been uh, to the Cliffs of Moher where they filmed this? What was that, Micah? No. I, I can't hear you over the epic music. Oh. I said, has anybody been to the Cliffs of Moher where they filmed this? No. No. Looks terrifying. How do you know I where mean, it is or what it is? It's uh, in Ireland. No. Huh. I have been in this cave to destroy a horcrux or two, though. Do you how do you guys read that line where he says this cave has known magic? Do you read it like how I read it is this cave has known magic like I recognize that there's magic, but the way he said it there was like this cave has known magic as in magic has been here. Uh I think the former. Yeah. Before we get to that in the cave again. I don't understand how it's like crystalline. I hate that about this movie. <laughs> like, what's the street value of this damn cave? Probably a lot. All those crystals. This looks like planet Krypton from Superman. I seem to recall some cool concept art of like that shot that we just saw. This looks like he's casting a fishing rod. <laughs> Whoa. Over yonder. Don't break the water. He's wearing like slip on shoes, which is so bizarre. They'd be very slippery. Would it be funny if the night bus showed up right there? <laughs> His wand arm was out, you know? Take it away, Aaron. <laughs> I'll take it away, Aaron. Ugh, that's not ominous and foreboding at all. Looks like the boat in uh, God of War. Now on PlayStation 4 think it's supposed to be doesn't that cross like the river sticks would voldemort really leave a boat though that seems a little too convenient 
but it's hidden sort of well yeah um i mean he i guess he can fly even in the book but he did it because he would want to meet whoever it was that got there so like he wants somebody to find it but the potion incapacitates them so that he could go and interrogate them or whatever it's weird i must get my drink on (laughs) big film for drinking butterbeer this stuff once again i must ask too much of you harry hold my hair back while i throw up (laughs) i will hashtag resist but you must continue forward Oh, I can't wait to mock this scene. Mock it lovingly, of course. Oh, man. You know, in the book, it's like the most heartbreaking thing ever. I know. Even in the movie, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. He drinks to your good health. Also, no just health. note how there's really no color in the scene. He chose poorly. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a long night. Full scoops now, Harry. (laughs) This is me taking any cold syrup. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I can't. Our sponsor, Ludens, so that you don't have to drink the horrible stuff. Deisha and Rebecca said they cried when they read this part in the book. This is really, really sad in the book. I thought Michael Gammon was really good in this scene. Yeah. Kyle says, anyone have a cure for a Horcrux hangover? (laughs) Water from that cave. Oh, yeah. Mortar's hair is so flat right now. (laughs) See, there you go, Kyle. Water. Yeah, because it's rigged. Dumbledore should just drink out of the bowl. <laughs> just <laughs> what, if, what if Harry just pointed the wand into his mouth and said Aguamente? There you go. That's a better idea. 
So wizards will have plastic straws forever. This portion of the commentary brought to you by Nestle Bottled Water. Never be without a fresh bottle of water. Nestle. We take water from natural springs and don't pay for it. Nestle. Oh, God. <laughs> Somebody get this man some water. <laughs> Stick that wand in my mouth and fill me up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a spell for corpses. I want evidence. Evan Evanescence's bring me to life to play here. Bring me realize... back to life. Huh? Dumbledore had the Elder Wand there, and it was out of his reach. And Harry just lost his wand too. It crazy how um weirdly lost the Elder Wand could have been for good. Hmm. I mean, it wouldn't be far from where Voldemort like. A place where Voldemort knows, but he wouldn't have been able to find it. Wake me up inside. Save me. From the nothing I've become. Exactly. This is on more book covers, this scene right here. Yeah. This is so Gandalf. Who shall not pass? <laughs> Draco's actually getting some quality sleep. <laughs> is he? <laughs> I mean, after just nearly dying. Welcome to the party. We gonna vanish to Hogwarts. Now that Bellatrix has sated her bloodlust and stopped killing birds. Who's oh, on the bridge? Filch has there? got this. Filch, I think. Oh yeah. That's so weird. That's such a weird shot. He's protecting the school. <laughs> Squib. Can we discuss how everybody sh should way already be in bed by now? Oh, he wore his nice suit, too. It's his Dumbledore killing suit. <laughs> Peruvian instant darkness powder comes to Hogwarts.
And get me some damn water. <laughs> People really hate that he's not under the cloak right now. People? Yeah. Like fans? Yeah. Because you know it's in the book it's how Harry knows Dumbledore is dead when he can move again. Mm. It's just a different it's just a different dynamic. How does Draco know where he is? It's a good question. Maybe the Death Eaters spotted them or Whatever are you doing here? Oh my god. I have one of those. It's temporary. And in one fell swoop, Draco became the master of the Elder Wand. And didn't even know it. The what and the what? <laughs> I like how Drake is so like happy to fill him in. <laughs> yeah, you told us about Tom Riddle before, dude. We get it. Kyle brings up a good point. Did Dumbledore know what just happened there with the Elder Wands losing possession? Probably. Or Drake made it easy gaining possession. Yeah, he made it easy for Draco. What do you mean? So that so that Voldemort would think he had possession later or Well, I think the I think he knows Draco's not gonna go through with his murder, so Voldemort will suspect that any one of his inner circle members are probably the master of the Elder Wand if he ever finds out about it. So he's probably going to either kill them off or go to them first. Are the Caros here? Yeah, I guess they are. You'd think, though, that Dumbledore could easily, without his wand, just take out everybody on this tower in one fell swoop. Yeah, totally. Or just, like, make a little caca noise and have Fox come in and kill them. <laughs> it's true. But he knows that if he pieces out, Snape will die. It's his time. You have to mean it. What were your thoughts on this scene? 
I I'm fine with it. Like the movie yeah. adaptation or what? Uh, yeah, I I wasn't a huge fan of it. I I think it's too obvious, especially when you had the scene with Snape earlier. Too obvious that he's a good guy. Well, good is a subjective. Yeah. See you, dollish. <laughs> this was a horrifying scene, though. Yeah. Bellatrix having a great. blast, though. All those candles. This is another one of those scenes where there's damn Bellatrix <laughs> really needs to this scene where it's where they're really far apart. Where s- s- yeah, that scene where Snape and Harry are so far apart is one long green screen in the back, which is Hogwarts. Mm. Like the only thing that's real is this hill. Everything else is like just a giant mat. Green. <laughs> I love how far Harry flies. I think this is a weak climax and not it's because not terrible. like <laughs> but it, but I'm saying no like e- connection I mean they needed to provide a little bit of backstory to that mm. I'm saying I'm saying even in the book it's weak it's just weak that book six is titled after Snape's alter ego that doesn't really ever come into play yeah it is kind of a bizarre title choice maybe I'll feel differently after See, they said they can't do Dumbledore's funeral, but look at all those older wizards that are just at Hogwarts right there. People did come out. Yeah, I mean, this is, in a way, his funeral. This is the movie's funeral. (laughs) It's pretty morbid. Here's a dead man laying here after falling down a tower, but... The wand in the darkness thing is a particularly brilliant compromise, though. Actually, I mean, this scene could have been tossed and they could have just shot the funeral instead although it is sweet to watch harry place his hand on dumbledore kind of on his heart come to think of it but um he could have done it in the funeral too open casket the death eaters stole everybody's hogwarts robes (laughs) everyone's all dressed down today we are just wizards Put your wands up, up. You will be tested on this spell later. And this isn't like, this plays like it's a counter curse to the dark mark or whatever. Was that Madame Pomfrey? Yeah. 
Was she sad because she could have been like, she might have been thinking like, I could have saved him. I got here 30 seconds sooner. It's just this man has been her boss for like 60 years. Yeah. Where's Slughorn? <laughs> um, noticeably absent, I guess. I'm going to go out Kyle on a limb says, and say. So, oh, what yeah. was the point of Bellatrix and the others showing up if they were just there to encourage Draco and vandalize the Great Hall? I think that just to it. help create a climax, bring more action to the scene. Like, Dumbledore, Snape killing Dumbledore isn't exactly the most action packed scene. So, by having Bellatrix run around on the Great Hall tables, it kind of makes it a little more action packed. I'm going to go down a limb and say that there are much happier, higher highs in the book than there have been in this movie. Mm hmm. But don't forget about all the love in this film. Yeah. There are actual fights that take place, though, in the book, though, right? Yeah. Action scenes. Yeah. They yeah. There's like a big stuff. fight at the end of the book. This is just so moody and contemplative. Lemon and drops. The wand is on the uh, desk there. The Elder Wand. Hmm. I love his office chair. Yeah, I want that. Drink every time somebody's wearing plaid. Does Hogwarts have counseling? Yeah, it's the head of house. Mm. No. Sleeping just like Hagrid. Upright. <laughs> In the books, isn't he a dick to McGonagall just then? He like, she asks him to tell her what the mission is, and he says no. I can't remember. I think so. That sounds right. I miss wizard robes. You're just mad because you have a pair. That's true. I, Regulus Octure is black. It was for the greater good, Harry. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's what acting is, delivering that with a straight face. Yeah. I wonder if Harry genuinely, th genuinely thought, I can't remember if this particular line was in the book, but if he genuinely thought that he wouldn't be going back to Hogwarts to take care of business. I think, I think that's alluded to, but I don't remember where he sits on the whole bringing them with me thing. Mm -hmm. I seem to recall Ginny being present for this scene in the book, but I'm not a hundred percent on it. Ginny gets screwed again. Is that a Thunderbird? No, it's Fox. Close. We got to see Newt give Dumbledore Fox and Hagrid Aragog. Maybe. So there we go. The movie's good. <laughs> yeah, what are our final thoughts here? It, it, the... it... God, it really like... ends on a sad note, doesn't it? <laughs> they all do. The storm's coming, Harry. Yeah. It's... It's all that same. J.K. Rowling really only knows how to write one ending after book four, which is. I'd give it a uh, six out of seven. Six, six out, of seven. out of seven. I love how that. Out of ten, what would you give it? Uh, no, it's got to be out of seven. Oh, all right. Seven I'll, I'll give it a. I'll give it a five out of seven. There's a lot of stuff I like in it, but. I'll know. split. I'll split the difference. Five and a half out of seven. Okay. <laughs> So that was our commentary for a half wood prince. Hopefully you enjoyed. Uh, we composed. intend to do more commentaries in the future someday. <laughs> so uh, we'll see you for uh, the next episode, <laughs> whatever you listen to next. Yeah. yeah. And maybe worth saying too, aren't we planning to do our next episode a little later? Yes. I don't know if people will be listening before that, but true, true, true. For those who are listening relatively soon, um, it looks like a new Fantastic Beast trailer will be out on Monday. So we we're gonna hold recording until Tuesday to discuss it. Hopefully it's yep. true. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bye everybody. Bye. Bye.